0: Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. Hello, and thank you for checking out the podcast. Coming up, Jonathan Allward, the Manitoba director of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. We're going to talk with him about Christmas shopping and the backlog of packages at Canada Post. Brenda Jones is a 62 year old woman who recently found herself in a hospital room at St. Bonaventure with a man, and she didn't like it. We'll talk to her about that. And the co-founder of Raw Almond will join us, Joe Kalturnik. It's happening January 24th to February 17th, where the Assiniboine meets the red. Please rate the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. And now the podcast. Joining me in studio now, Jonathan Allward, Manitoba Director, Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Good to see you, Jonathan. Oh, likewise. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming in. Um, I wanted to have you in. There's other stuff we'll talk about here, but I wanted to find out how uh, Black Friday was. It's usually an indication of what the season will be like for uh, small business, some of your members. Has it been a, a good start so far to the shopping season, or what can you tell me?
1: Well, I think for a lot of small businesses in Manitoba and all across the country, really, they were able to uh salvage black friday it was It was pretty concerning it was up in the air as you know Canada post uh was striking across Manitoba across the country, and that was very concerning we'd Heard loud and clear from small business owners that it was already having a huge impact and would have had probably a much greater impact, I expect, had it gone on uh, any longer. The closer and closer you get to the holiday season, the worse it's going to be for business, for sure.
0: And impact them how in the sense that because a lot of our businesses here in Winnipeg and Manitoba also sell online in that sense or,
1: or how? Yeah, in a lot of different ways, definitely. We have small and big businesses selling online. It's a great way to reach out to customers, especially if you've really specialized your product offering, as a lot of small business owners do. Uh, But even just paying paying your customers or getting paid by your customers would often be delayed. You'd have interest uh, rates. Talk to a farmer who couldn't get out his grain samples, which is obviously a huge concern. Uh, you know, there there are numerous problems and and all very concerning. You know, even paying CRA in some cases, uh, so it it was very concerning for small business owners. We uh, we had some short term solutions, but we were really pleased that the federal government legislated Canada Post back to work in time to really salvage the season.
0: Yeah, and getting your stock in too, right? I mean, there's Absolutely. many ways that
1: it would impact small business. Absolutely
0: yeah you know. um now I think what might be interesting we're hearing about all this backlog of packages. we don't have greyhound anymore to you know deal with some of that business there are obviously uh, um, couriers and stuff like that, but uh, I'm wondering now if there might be a positive impact on some businesses here in Winnipeg and Manitoba in the sense that now people can't order online from wherever, and now they're almost forced two weeks out from Christmas to go through the front door of a store and sort of shop the way we did five, ten
1: years ago. Yeah, and well, look, we certainly hope that's the case. Um, you know, hopefully Canada Post being back now, uh, they'll be able to alleviate a lot of those backlogs uh, as Christmas gets even closer. You know, we, I've heard uh, and seen from my colleagues, though, on Twitter, for example, small business owners across the country tweeting that it's still, still a big problem for their business and I no, certainly want to encourage everyone out there listening to to go and visit a local small business in in the community. Uh, try that as an alternative to maybe buying online from one of the, the larger shops. Uh, small businesses are such an important part of the community. They're such a, a part of what makes our, our city unique, our city vibrant, and definitely a great time to support them is, uh, is the holiday season.
0: Well, and you've got a cool idea that you're doing at the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. You've got a website. It's basically... Shop Small Business, and this is an opportunity for small businesses that are listening right now to get on the website for free. And if people are looking for a business, they can go to the site and and track
1: down the business. So tell us about that. Yeah, exactly. So it's shopsmallbiz.ca, B-I-Z, and it's a, something that CFIB partnered with uh, Interact, actually, uh, to create this platform for small businesses, for customers looking to support small businesses in their neighborhood that they might not otherwise know about and for customers, those who are listening, you can go on there and search uh, either by your community or by something that you're looking for specifically. They're often businesses promoting not only themselves, but maybe deals that you can go and take advantage of. Uh, but for those business owners listening, it's a great tool to to quick and, and free promote your business. Uh, and certainly, if you do, give me a shout on Twitter at CFIBMB, and I'll be uh, sure to share your, uh, your page that... Uh, that you have uh, set up under shopsmallbiz.ca. And you can also follow us on Facebook under the same name.
0: So it's shopsmallbizbiz.ca. That's exactly how. Yeah, it. great for small biz, and also uh, great for people looking to support small business. And I think a lot of people right now are thinking about that. I noticed you, you sent a news release out this morning. Not so happy New Year, 2019. <laughs> For a couple of reasons, maybe talk a bit about that.
1: Yeah, well, look, the, the Canada post-strike was certainly uh, getting ready to kick off the new year on a, on a very somber note, and it was really concerning. We're hoping, uh, like I said, that that, uh, that backlog continues to alleviate before before the holidays arrive. But mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of cost increases coming to small business owners in the new year. Uh, you look at starting in, in January, you have uh, increases to the Canada pension plan for several straight years. It's going to be very, very expensive. Not only are our employees contributing, but employers are also matching those contributions. Uh, you have uh, carbon taxes, a federally imposed carbon tax beginning in April, which is going to uh, certainly add a lot to the, the cost of fuel and energy. And that's something we actually uh, keep very close eye on. We do a monthly business barometer. We've seen in Manitoba that uh, energy costs have been growing as a concern over the last year or so from small business owners. And you can uh, expect that a carbon tax is only going to make that problem worse.
0: Yeah. You know, um, boy, there's a lot of, I I have a real entrepreneurial spirit. You know, I've, (laughs) over the years I've done radio, that's been my career and my job, but I've always had little businesses going on the side and it's so, to me now, it it is so, listen, to be an entrepreneur and start a business is a big challenge.
1: It's huge, but it seems like it's getting harder and harder all the time. And that, that to me is a shame. Well, that's absolutely what we've been hearing from our membership. You know, small businesses and, and their families—they're taking not only uh, a huge risk in in starting this. They often have to put up their house or or what assets they've built up. But yeah. uh, they're working super long hours. They're you know they don't get to take the same kind of vacations. They they constantly have that on their mind and trying to to balance the books and and pay their employees and keep them employed and keep them growing and, and Manitoba uh, Manitoba's economy growing with that. Um, you know, you look at the costs coming up over the next year, it's very concerning. We just put out a news release today, as you mentioned, yeah. uh, calling on, on provinces, calling on the federal government to really rethink a lot of these huge cost increases for businesses because they can't afford it. Uh, we know that we've done new research that, that tells us they can't afford both the CPP and carbon tax increase in 2019, uh, let alone increasing each year beyond that. So we're, we're calling on them to revisit it. Uh, now is not the time to do that. Uh, we, we need to be more competitive, not not less competitive.
0: You mentioned long hours. Before you leave, I have to congratulate you and your <laughs> wife on your new baby boy, Rowan. Yeah. Eight days, is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah December the 1st. It's, uh, <laughs> it's been a bit of a blur since then. I'll bet. Well, congratulations. Thanks, And Bill. right around Christmas, and that's a great
0: time to have kids, that's for sure. Maybe not this year, but when they start <laughs> to get a little older and they start asking for stuff, uh, then that's when, uh, you know, Christmas gets really, really a lot of fun. So congratulations. Really happy for I you. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Always appreciate it. So Brenda Jones is a 62-year-old woman. She found herself in St. Bonaventure Hospital in a room with a man. And uh, I talked to Brenda this morning. You've been hearing her clips on the news. Here is the full interview uh, from this morning when I chatted to Brenda, and here she is telling the story, and then I will have statements from both the WRHA and St. Boniface Hospital after you listen to this.
2: Yeah, I just went in uh, one night for general abdominal surgery, and um, I, uh, you know, woke up, recovered. They rolled me into a room. Then I discovered I heard a male voice, and I I said to the um uh, the nurse that was with me, uh, I said, you know, I'm in a room with a male. I don't feel comfortable with this. And uh, so he basically um, explained that, you know, if there's a bunch of males, say, and only one female, and they only have that one bed left with the female, well, they'll, they'll put you in there. And uh, you know, rather than like have empty beds or whatever. Right. Um, and I said, well, I still don't feel comfortable being here. But nothing was done. Like he didn't say, well, you can, you know, I'll, I'll get the charge nurse. Or well, I found that out later when I talked. To, I did talk to patient relations. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was in overnight. You know, with um, with this uh, male. So, you know, there wasn't, they weren't going to switch me. I didn't ask specifically right. if they would switch me. But you did but raise
0: your concern.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Def- and definitely, yeah.
0: And they didn't say, well, let's talk to somebody mm-hmm. else or pursue it for you. And so you just left it alone. Yeah. You mm-hmm. did talk to patient relations, but it was after the fact. And what did they tell you? Did yeah. they say, had you talked to us ahead of time, we would have made arrangements? Or what did they tell you?
2: No, um, they didn't say that. And, okay, I talked to somebody in patient relations. She seemed to be very, um, you know, uh, like uh, empathetic. Yep. And she said, well, write me an email. So I did write the email. And then I received a call at the beginning of this week from somebody else from patient relations. Mm. And I guess she had brought it up with some. Um, I don't know who she said it was, like a a charge nurse or, you um, know, uh, uh, like somebody else, not right. somebody that uh, that is responsible for making decisions, but um, someone else. And uh, what did now, they tell you? Kind of the the gist of it was like if I had a good reason for being, uh, you know, for. For not wanting this, like say if I had um, a past problem with uh, sexual assault or um, or something like that yeah that i that's the impression I got right that okay, I could bring it up, but I said to this lady it doesn't matter if or if I do not have a you know had a past history with sexual assault right um, you know the fact that I Woman and I'm uncomfortable, and I don't want to be placed in a bed with a man. Uh, is is good enough reason for me.
0: And, and it would um, be good enough reason for me too. I'll tell you that right now, Brenda. Oh. I was surprised when yeah. I read that there was no policy on this. Uh, when I read oh. that W R H A statement, just in talking okay. about it here at C J O B, we have a staffer oh. who had a 17 year old sister who ended up in oh. a room with a middle aged man. And the sister was unconscious in the room
2: mm-hmm. with the man. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. boy, yeah, yeah I, I am really surprised that I'm going to talk to the listeners and see what they have. I'm sure they've got some stories, too, uh, at 204-780-6868. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to get you on to start the conversation. So are you going to pursue mm-hmm. this then, Brenda, or, or is it sort of water under the bridge at this point?
2: Uh, well no, I'm, I told the, the person I was speaking with on Friday to that I want feedback. And, uh, because I said to were like, okay, the next time I have to go into the hospital, I want to know that I could phone somebody. And, you know, I I would do it in advance if they want. Sure. But I would phone somebody and say, uh, and and have them tell me that, yes, you know, we will make arrangements to put you in, like, a room with a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I told them a uh, uh, about that case i don't know if you guys must have heard it it was a year a few years ago when there was a uh, a male like uh he was a nurse or an orderly at saint amont uh center and uh he was charged with uh, the sexual assault of a patient and she was like um unconscious right. uh, like probably in a coma yeah, or something. I, I kind of
0: recall that story yeah
2: yeah yeah so I, I talked to her about that case now she seemed very shocked you know mm. she was yeah. um, and and what I you know I said to her was that uh, you know just coming up from recovery People are groggy. They've no. been, you know, pumped with, uh, you know, the, the anesthetic. They're half asleep, you know, given pain medication, which makes, which makes you drowsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you oh, know, it's interesting. One more thing I wanted to tell you, what this nurse said to me um, while I was in the hospital. He said, uh, well, if anything appropriate happens, you can always tell us. And I said, What? You know, like, oh, something A- almost has after to the happen. fact yeah, yeah, something has to happen to me and and then I call you, and then we deal with it, yeah. like really, uh, yeah. I I couldn't believe that. Hmm.
0: Well, if nothing else, Brenda, let us uh, know how this goes. If you do continue conversations uh, with St. Boniface Hospital or the WRHA, Mm -hmm. let us know how it goes. But if nothing else, I think this is a great Mm -hmm. story to get out there so that other people that may be heading into a hospital for surgery like you did can Mm -hmm. now make sure ahead of time that hopefully they aren't put in the same situation you were put in. Some people Mm -hmm. may be fine Mm -hmm. with it. I understand that. But those that aren't... I think, should have the right to have a room with another woman or or by themselves. hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. That is Brandon Jones. Very excited to have in studio the co-founder of Raw Almond. The details were announced today, January 24th to February 17th, where the rivers meet. The Assiniboine and Red Rivers meet It is a a pop-up restaurant, Raw Almond. Co-founder Joe Kalturnik is here. Joe, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for uh, coming in the studio. It's always uh, better when we do that. So this is getting so big. I mean, it's international. It's all around the world. We can talk about that in a bit. But here in Winnipeg, how many chefs have you got this year?
3: We have a total of 35 chefs. Um, We are doing 25 from out of town and then... Uh, we're doing four special nights of collaborative dining with local chefs.
0: Yeah, and chefs from Tel Aviv. Uh, you have Michelin chefs. You have uh, a chef from Iceland, I believe, coming.
3: Correct. We have, um, Mandel did a, uh, an international tour this year, and he's found some amazing talent. Uh, a lot of them... From uh, the United States, and we've been uh, dubbing this year the, that we're not we're not about building a wall; we're about building bridges, and yeah. we're we're bringing some chefs from the United States.
0: Yeah, that's your partner you mentioned, uh, the co-founder of this. Why has this taken off this way?
3: I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> uh, it's it's unique. It's unique. Uh, and we we said at the beginning that we wanted this to be uh, top. You know, top shelf of like world class dining and design. So we, yeah. we keep our standards as high as we possibly can, and I guess it resonates. Mm-hmm.
0: For people that haven't been uh, to Raw Almond in the past, explain the uh,
3: the atmosphere, the ambiance. What, what they're walking into: <laughs> great food, but what else? Well, you know, you're. It really starts on your walk down, and that was really important. You kind of get uh, connected to the land, connected to the river, and you walk in and. I guess the best way I can say is be prepared to be um transported to a different different universe, different planet, different space. uh my goal is to always uh is to kind of bring that wow factor that first moment you step in, you're blown away by this new space that you've never been in, and uh then you sit down and really, what I've always said to people when I sit down with people that I've never met is that this is really about meeting new people. Mm-hmm. It's about sitting down with new people, meeting new friends. I have some really close friends now that I've met. On the river,
0: yeah, and this is also an event that does what I think we should have been doing long
3: before this. But it embraces the fact that we're a winter city. Precisely, that was yeah. the whole point. I mean, when I, I remember when I sat down with Mandel years and years ago, it was really about no, we got to do it in the winter. It's got to be in the coldest part of the winter on the coldest spot because really, this is our city. This is what this is who we are, mm-hmm. and this is we got to do this. And
0: and now if people want to pick up, I mean, these tickets go fast. We may be
3: talking about sold out
0: nights already. I don't know. That's how fast these tickets go. Where can people get more information on the nights, the chefs, what the the dishes are going to be? How do they get tickets? Give us that.
3: Okay. So the beginning is go to raw-almond.com. We will have the full roster of chefs. And it's, if you click on the chef's link, you can see it'll show you uh, who they are, where they, where they're, you know, their pedigree, where they're from and the dates they're cooking. And then as far as dishes, you will not find that out until you sit down.
0: Ah, very cool. I don't even know them. You don't even know no, yourself? No. Wow. So this must be, I mean, for chefs to come
3: from all around the world for this, this has to be exciting and challenging for them all that, eh? Yeah, this is, I mean, a lot of times they'll bring their whole crew to come see this and be a part of it. It's, uh, you know, nobody's doing it. Yeah. And after seven years, um, no, still people are not, do, you know, they're not doing it to the extent that we're doing it. There's right. a lot of different kind of pop-ups, but... You know, we just, we brought that extra, um, we went the extra mile.
0: Yeah. Well, and now you guys are doing this around the world, right?
3: Correct. So we did a, last year we did one in Tokyo uh, for, I think it was a 10 10 night uh, stint. Um, We're doing, you know, we came back from Wasagami in the fall. We did last year, again, another one in Gimli for the first time. Churchill. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Why, um, and, and are Canadian
3: chefs, are Winnipeg chefs going to those cities to do this or... Uh, no, that's a little bit complicated. We've, we've, we've toyed with that idea. It's just, it's quite hard to do that. I'd love to, Yeah, you know, if anybody's Mm -hmm. listening out there that has that opportunity, I'd love to to bring some Winnipeg chefs and show what we got. But, um, usually it's me and Mandel. Uh We go and, uh, we, we kind of execute. Yeah. Because I really do believe, and I don't know why, maybe you know why, you've done this for a long
0: time. Why do we have such great chefs here uh, you know this relatively small city on the prairies, and yet we do have world class culinary people
3: here. I think it's a couple things I've thought a lot about this as well i think uh, it's the same with music and art mm-hmm. we have the, some of the best musicians and artists. Yep. I think it's the winter I think we gotta we gotta hunker down and you know get through it you gotta get through you, it and, somehow, you, through eh? it and yeah. you, you hone your skills and uh, and we're a very inviting people i you know we have and we have cuisine from literally around the world here that you can, you can sample and and get new ideas. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, we're inviting people and you got to hunker down for the winter. Will all the night, I
2: mean,
0: uh, January 24th to February 17th, that's, that's a lot of nights. Will they all sell out? I would imagine they'll all sell out or very, very close.
3: Traditionally we sell them all out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we have a couple days off in there, although I think we might end up filling those days off. Yeah. uh, But due to demand, um, they traditionally they're sold out, so I'm I'm not sure. I can never. Yeah, yeah. you know. No, yeah. for sure. But yeah, I think they'll all sell out.
0: Well, you know what? I really appreciate you coming in because I think this is just fantastic. I, I think it's uh, it's something that uh, when I talk to people not from here, this is one of the things they no, bring up. This is nice. one of the things that people talk about here in our city. And I think it's really important that we uh, help you guys make this happen every year and make it bigger and better. And I, I'm really excited uh, for you guys to do it again.
3: I, I appreciate it. Uh, thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Really yeah. nice of you to come in.